I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Kodak, you ready, nigga? Fuck out of that other shit. I'm about my shit. Yeah. 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 Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Pop Minnow, and as always, joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how you doing? Hello. I'm a man who exists. Um, I'm good. I'm okay. Um, they just announced masks are mandatory everywhere now. So when you leave your house, inside, outside, um, I don't know how they're going to reinforce this. But no matter where you go or where you're at, uh, masks on. I don't mind at all. It's just going to be very interesting to see how that goes. So um, they literally announced like a half an hour ago. Is this uh, Canada wide that, or what? No, no, this is Vancouver. This is Lower Mainland. Oh. <laughs> that sucks. I mean, I, I, it's fine. I don't like. It's, it's like from what I've heard, a couple other places have been talking about. Literally, the lockdown, the lockdowns would have been reduced if people fully stuck to the mass things for a couple weeks or a month. So hopefully, we do this um, for two weeks or so or a month, and it brings it down so i don't mind it's just going to be adjustment like it's literally required now every every single place you go no matter what and that um so it should be interesting look but besides that i don't know i'm good busy tired but yeah i don't know things are good that's good man good to hear um, yeah, I did. <laughs> gonna be normal for once. I know, right? Like you I had to look down on my like, social oh, media. I want to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually made a promise to some of my friends I wouldn't make any more suicide jokes. <laughs> so I also have to hold away from that. Uh, no, for real, um, okay, yeah, guys. It's just a, it's just a stick that I yeah. use. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, deep inside, it's pain, (laughs) nothing but pain. But beyond that, I'm fine. Things are great. Things are looking up. So, yeah. No, actually, things are pretty good, though, really. Um, So, yeah. But how are you doing? Pretty good, man. Can't complain. I mean, I'm still over being stuck inside almost 24-7. But not much you can do about it now. So, And it's only getting colder, so that gives me more reason to stay inside than go outside. But I do miss the old world being able to go into the bar. Like a day or two ago? 
Yeah, but like barely. It was it was literally it hit the ground and stayed for like a, five minutes and then disappeared pretty much. So wasn't anything hectic. I don't think we're gonna get like heavy snowstorms going forward. Like at all, you mean? I feel or like just right now. like at all, pretty much. I feel like climate change has really changed shit. Because I don't remember having no okay, heavy easy snowfall there. last year either. No, we had we had a. There was like two or three days where it snowed kind of hard, and then that was it. Out of the entire winter, that was it. Yeah, I'm trying to think like a real, real heavy time. Because even when I went on vacation to Jamaica, my biggest gripe was I was leaving during a time where it wasn't snowing heavy. I was like, it's December, and we still don't have a like massive snowstorm. And people were people were in Toronto, and they still had they still had a good uh good amount of weather. Yeah, it's been a while since when's the last like because even was it 2000, 2018 wasn't too bad either, was it? Snow wise. From my memory, no, I don't I don't think so. I think the last one was like two thousand like seven, seventeen. 16, I 17? feel like seventeen we had we had a big one. That's when yeah, in January. But when past, we first met. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it's been three <laughs> years. Jesus. I know, right? Yo, I, I've been thinking about that all the time. Like, I can't believe, yeah, is that three, like, I get all these memories on, like, Instagram and Facebook from school, and I'm like, yo, I can't believe it's been that long. Imagine tolerating me for three years. <laughs> wow. Don't know how I've done it. <laughs> Shout out to I Papa. deserve an award. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Everyone does, but yeah. Yeah, even 10 years ago. Beyond that, about, how are you, how are things going? I think about uh, university. <laughs> So what, like, like your first, what was your first year in school? 2010 for uni. I was like, like I can't believe I was in university 10 years ago. Wow. It seems like it was not even that long ago, but it was. You're a child. <laughs> think about the person you I am so young. From, from the person from there to, yo, you're on your 10 year, uh, you gotta do your 10 year high school anniversary, like reunion shit. Is anyone doing that for you guys? For high school? Yeah. For no, to, like, no one's I don't know. Out, no one set that up. Out here, out here, people do that. Like they set up on like Facebook or whatever, and they have 10 year reunions and everyone goes to like a bar or whatever and they catch it's, it up. It's Obviously, COVID. Like, <laughs> no, okay, no but you know what I mean? I don't know. No one's setting fucking... up a reunion during COVID, bro. <laughs> Okay, but if there was no COVID, would people even do that? Or is that like a thing that passes and only... Uh, I mean, they might have. My There's a couple of people that, my, in my high school who keep in touch still. And they've, they've, yeah, done, like those they've done parties like always, and stuff. But I don't know about a whole I know, we, reunion. We had one. I remember our tenure, we had one. Some girl threw it. And I was like, yo, we have social media. I know what you guys are all doing. I don't give a shit. I'm not showing up. Like, I don't want to <laughs> see anyone. Like high school reunions 20 years ago made sense. Now it's like, okay, there's no point. We all, even if we don't want to admit it, we know exactly the people we care about, what the fuck they're up to, what they're doing, how many kids you have, if your life looks miserable or whatever. There's no point to reunions anymore. That's what I said too. I was like, you're you're having this on Facebook. Just look at my fucking page. You can tell I'm obviously miserable. So I'm not coming to (laughs) 10 year reunion. (laughs) So yeah, but that's what you should be having right now. And a few people have kids now. So shut the, a few people have kids now. So I feel like they wouldn't be down to do it, but um that is that is what it is 
but yeah, this is, is episode is. this is episode 71 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. Uh, really helps us out get caught up in the re- algorithm. Let me eat and Jeff Bezos. Yeah, good luck with that, man. That guy's uh, impossible. To- <laughs> You'll see. But yeah, I mean, I I kind of broke my social media break, I guess, sort of. I don't know. I, I used it yesterday during the NBA draft. That's pretty much it. I don't know. I, I hopped on it. I was just like, I, it just doesn't interest me. I don't really want, I don't care. I'm not seeing people in real life. So it's like, I don't really want to see them on Instagram now either. Now that I've been what they're doing in that. Yeah. It's like, I don't care what you're doing. Cause it's not, it's not relevant to my life right now. And it's not like I can hang out or see people anyways, for the most part. So it's just, it just didn't really seem that relevant to come back on it after being <laughs> off so long. Twitter was a little bit of a different story. I feel like Twitter is kind of, there's more discussions and stuff. So it's a little bit more entertaining, but I still don't like the whole people giving their opinions on certain topics type shit. So I, I try and try to stay off it a little bit more, but the thing that pissed me off the most about Instagram is the new update. That shit looks terrible. Now it's literally the worst looking yeah. at like, why am I being forced to look at the marketplace? I don't give a fuck about clothes off of Instagram. I'm not impressing anyone. I'm not trying to buy shit off of an Instagram marketplace. I don't give a fuck about them stealing TikTok's ideas and adding reels to the bottom page, like put the notifications back where they were. I don't want to be looking at people's reels and shit like that either. So that, true, that, was, true. that was a little. Are you just noticing that stuff now? Yeah, I just got back onto Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it's been like that forever now. Yeah, but I didn't get the update though. The my Instagram was still like the regular Instagram for a bit. It was only once I like updated it that I got the new update. Which I oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a hot mess, man. You have I can't believe you haven't noticed the real thing yet either. No, like they had reels, like, I know but they the didn't force before, it at the, the bottom of yeah. They didn't force it at the bottom you of your wa- page. Yeah. But say the video is 20 seconds long only, right? Normally you wouldn't have to like press a reel or anything. This way it only plays like 10 seconds of it. And so when you go, do you want to continue watching it? Press the reel. You have to press it and it restarts it all over again. So you've already seen the majority of the video and you you have no option but to start it all over again from the beginning. And you can't fast forward it because it's not longer than a minute. Like the, the playback and all that doesn't show up unless the video is a certain amount of length. So when it's not, you have to start from the beginning and just watch it all over again. And it's just an absolute nightmare of a feature. And I cannot even fathom how no one has like stepped in and um, changed this yet. Cause literally every comment you go onto it, people are just complaining about it. Cause it's obviously trash. Yeah. Instagram's uh, they don't give a fuck anymore. They're just going to do whatever they want. And then they know people are going to accept it because so many people make money off the platform that they're not really going to leave until a, a better alternative is out there. And at the moment there isn't one. So they're pretty much going to reign supreme with whatever the fuck they're doing. But yeah, they're lacking hard right now. Yeah. They're doing a pretty bad job, but then now Twitter has stories too, which is kind of weird. Cause I don't really care to watch people's stories on Twitter. I don't really care to watch people's stories on Facebook either. The only place I 
like looking at them is Instagram, to be honest, because I don't like Snapchat. So that was the only place I accepted yeah. it. But I don't really care to watch them on Twitter, nor do I care to watch them on Facebook. Also, Twitter is like you have a weirder dynamic with the people on Twitter. Like the majority yeah. of people I interact, I've never even really met in real life on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so or a lot of the those people. Is very weird. <laughs> Yeah, like Instagram, I, for the most part, I have like a personal relationship with them and everything's on it. But like Twitter is a way different dynamic and it's been up there for a couple of days and I can swear I have not clicked on one. Um, I wish I could take it off the top space bar, but I'm not trying to watch anybody's story. And the ones that are like would be interesting, like Bleacher Report and stuff like that are already on instagram anyway yeah so. they're just rips of the same ones on other platforms exactly look, so look at how capitalism like breeds, <laughs> breeds new ideas <laughs> this is shit. what makes you mad about out of all the things about capitalism this is it, it annoys your social media is your last straw like capitalism is is the responsible for like poverty people dying and this guy is upset because it messes with the social media game that's where you draw the line yeah, well, I mean, the other stuff I care about, too, but to a lesser degree, <laughs> because it doesn't directly affect me. That's why I don't really care about it as much, if we're being honest. But, I mean, obviously, yeah. that those those are bullshit things, too, of course. But we all talk about it, but we never do anything about it. So it's just, I guess it is what it is I mean, at this point. <laughs> that's true. Fair enough. But, yeah, it's just not a good look. And it's, But, like, yeah. The thing is, Instagram and all that, they can afford to screw up. Like, what are you going to do? There's nowhere else to go. What are you going to go in parlor? Like, there's no other place to go in regards of social media. Yeah, that's why someone um, needs to come up with a better social media than Instagram. But they can't and don't. We say that every time, and no one does. Well, I feel like there there, there should be one. Yeah. But I'm getting no. tired of your shit and stuff. Uh-huh. You'll never leave Instagram. No, never. Well, what will. do you mean? I just left for a whole month, and I don't. I don't even feel good coming back. <laughs> yeah, but you have to. Like, you don't have to, but you I'm. Can, you can I'm the avenues in which you for my own interest and your like career. You have to be involved in social media. Like, you can't just like delete everything. Oh, I could. No. It's impossible. I, I'm just choosing to come back because, yes, I do have aspirations. So I will. Exactly. Eventually. But anyways, Jeezy, mm-hmm. um, uh, Gucci Mane goes down tonight versus on Instagram, also on Apple TV slash Apple Music. This is a big one because these two guys are huge in Atlanta and they've had a huge beef spanning 15 years now. Gucci ended up getting a murder charge from this incident, but he was acquitted in 2006. So, yeah, a lot of people are speculating what's going to go down because Gucci shot one of his best, Jeezy's one of Jeezy's best friends. And now they're in the same room. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. After beefing for this long, they expect some violence to go down, which I don't, but. Wait, they're going to be in the same room? They're not doing it like from distance? No, they do it in the same room now. All the verses are done in the same room. Oh, that's yo, yeah. Jesus, what happened is this is like my prime, like this is when I was in high school, but I remember they sent um Jeezy sent his boys to go after Gucci and try and kill him. And Gucci straight up like murked one of them, like shot another one, 
um, and straight, like just left the guy in the ditch and stuff. But Jeezy got off, um, Gucci got off completely because it was self-defense. And so everyone after that was like on Gucci's jock because like he's really about that life. It literally took down three dudes who like ambushed him and that too. And actually like they're on the same track together before. uh, So icy. And then somehow they had beef. Who knows why? Um, what do so you yeah, mean? Who knows why <laughs> he literally just went after his dude? That's but I, I don't know. But like, I'm saying they were making music together before. Oh, oh, so, okay. Yeah, like they like Gucci's ever first track that he ever blew up on was so icy. It was a feature with Jeezy, and so you thought they were good. And then six months later, Gucci um, Jeezy was sending his boys after him, and then uh, Gucci caught one of them and killed one of the guys. So. Um, that actually like helped Gucci's career because everyone's like, yo, he's really about that life and everything. So it was interesting. Yeah, well, I think that's been from the fact that both of them were pretty big in Atlanta at the time. Yeah. Um, and both of their music careers were really taking off as well, too. I think it's just more so probably like an inner battle between who is really the trap sound in Atlanta. I think that is weird because kind of stemmed from. Gucci was a joke back then, just because like his lyrics were so. Yeah, his lyrics were. You know, it was the first. Yeah, yeah, like everyone, like they. It was actually like a. It's hard to explain. It'd be like the equivalent of like I don't know, who even now like little mosey or zans or like you know what I mean. He wasn't. Everyone was like a joke of how bad his lyrics were, and then he like you just thought he was gonna be a one hit wonder with the so icy, and then that ended up blowing up. Um, and uh, I would never picture the way people talked about him in 2006. I would have never pictured him being like a liner cornerstone and legend, um, and obviously making classic music too. So it was wild. And at that point, Gucci was kind of a joke and Jeezy was, um, the man in Atlanta and probably their careers now, surprisingly, after all these years, I would probably say Gucci close to having a better career and it's very debatable, and uh, you definitely wouldn't see or think that 15 years ago. Yeah, I'd say Gucci's definitely more prominent now because he was essentially the original mumble rapper. So yeah, that's... and he put he put a lot of people on, a lot of features, and was involved in a lot of things too. Whereas Jeezy after 2012, kind of, I mean, he still does numbers and whatever, but he's definitely not. Uh, is famous so um, it's kind of crazy to see yeah which is nuts because he was super famous at one point he was doing a lot of mainstream stuff early on in his career because of how good his first album was but I think yeah. that's the one thing that made Gucci a staple in in hip hop currently is the fact that he put a lot of people on from Atlanta he also birthed a, a sound that a lot of other artists started to use as well too and that's what gave him relevance because now everyone who looks up to Gucci, they end up collabing with them because he put them on and stuff. So he's still relevant to this day where it's now good. Sorry. Now Jeezy is more so he'll just come in and out and do like an album here, an album there. Um, And he's kind of trying to stay relevant by doing a lot of extracurricular stuff that he really shouldn't be doing, but he's trying to anyways, he, he is dropping an album tomorrow. Um, but it will be interesting to see how this versus goes down just because a lot of people are expecting there to be violence 
in that studio, which I don't think so because I feel no, like they're whoa. Are, like they, yeah, both of them are, are are very mature now. Gucci's a completely different <laughs> Gucci man than he was before. Jeezy's a different human being than he was before. I really feel like they're gonna put the past behind them. But I want to tune in and hear what the stories are gonna be about about their beef and stuff like that. So it'll be a good watch for sure. Yeah, was it? Wait, Jeezy's dropping an album tomorrow. Yeah, Jeezy's dropping Recession 2, I believe. Yeah, it's supposed to be his last one ever, isn't it? That's what he said about his last album, though, so I don't know. <laughs> he he claims that this one is, but then he said that about his last album as well, too. So who knows? You never really retire as a rapper, I guess. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, did you listen to Future and Uzi? Yeah, I mean, uh, like, I didn't sit down to review it type thing. Um, but I definitely listened to a couple, uh, I listened to most of the album. It, I don't know. It was like you said, I don't, with those like features, they seem like when you drop them, I don't get too excited because you know, it's not like some album they worked forever on. It's just like a collab where they put out a couple bangers and a bunch of throwaway songs. So, yeah. um, it's never anything like mind blowing or like special, but it's definitely like dope to have a couple of good songs in that too. So I don't know. I liked it. It is what it is. What about you? Yeah. Personally, I mean, I never really looked at dumb to have features that I want to hear, like dumb collaborating together. There isn't really a song that they've done beforehand where I was like, Oh, like these guys need to make an album together. That's never really kind of popped into my head. But I thought oh, this was... there's that one, uh, what is it, million dollars? Like, it was from, like, five years ago that was a banger between him and Future. But, no, I know, I hear what you're saying. Um, continue. But, yeah, there was a... It, it was cool. I, I listened to it on the first day, just, like, a couple tracks here, and then I was like, ah, this is, doesn't really sound like something I want to listen to. Like, I listened to three songs, and none of them caught my attention, so I just kind of gave it up. But then I revisited it a couple days ago, thinking that I was listening to the original album, but it turned out to be the deluxe. And the songs in the deluxe caught my attention way more than the songs on the original album. Like Bankroll, My Legacy, Heart in Pieces, Bust a Move. All those were really songs that were memorable off of the deluxe version. So I ended up downloading those ones. But as a whole, I mean, the album seems all right. I don't know if it's going to do huge crazy numbers. Everyone's been doing this too lately. What's the... What's the like huge advantage of like basically putting out the um, deluxe right afterwards and stuff? Because literally everyone just, is doing just it more now. streams. Let's say just more music to stream and make more money off of. That's just for that's, more. That's people. all it is. <laughs> just more music for people to consume and listen to. That way you get more yeah. streams contributed to your like first week albums. <laughs> that's that's all it is essentially. Um, but ah, uh, yeah. True. Fair enough. There were there wasn't like. Like I like how they both can kind of complement each other because Uzi kind of comes from like future sound, so they have they have similar yeah. lanes that they're in. So like that was cool to me. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, but it seemed like a lot of these tracks were songs that like Uzi kind of saved or like he was planning on using an inter- an eternal take, but decided not to. And like future had his own flow and like did his own thing. And then Uzi had his own. And then some of the songs they collaborated on it, it was all right. Like, I, I wouldn't say this is the greatest album that everyone has to listen to. It might hit a little bit different if we were outside again, like able to go out, but yeah, it, it's a cool, it's a cool 
couple joints you could pull off there for sure. They were rapping on it more than I thought. Like I thought with these two guys, I thought it'd be, I mean, like pure, like harmonizing um, with both their styles and that, but there was actually like a lot more verses and that on it, which I kind of like, cause I like when they both go in, but yeah, it was definitely, I don't know. It's some like, it's the same thing. Honestly, I get the same feel from it as the Nav album. Um, it's just like good, like beats in the background, both like future and Uzi are easy to listen to. And that, uh, I think drink, drinking and smoking is one of my favorite songs on that. I haven't listened to the deluxe, um, but it, I wouldn't call it underwhelming, but it definitely wasn't like, there wasn't any, tr- honestly, little Uzi's first few albums. I think like he's one of my favorite artists um in the last 10 years like perfect love tape and love is rage um and lose little uzi versus the world are some of yeah. my favorite tapes in the last five years like i would honestly i'd probably say like out of all the new school guys uzi is by far my favorite um i just like everything that he does and that um and i still not a huge fan of this album considering i like both artists um, they're easy listens and, and then I'll put it on the car in the background, but yeah, it's nothing, um, too special. It definitely, when I first saw it dropped, I was super excited, but I ended up only keeping two or three songs. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things I miss about having a car though, by the way, just being able to play music. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's the nice thing being back in the city. Like every time we're like jamming that you can just throw it on. So I'm excited. It's nice. I literally just went last week. I went for a drive just to listen to music. Like, yeah. I to go Dude, I used to do that all the time when I was in high school. Back when I was, yeah, like, I I was to... like, literally just like throwing a CD because that's when CDs were still of, of like, yeah. <laughs> to be used and shit. But yeah, throwing a CD or like use my, uh, use my, not USB, whatever. The other plug in that you use for your phone. Yeah. Your car. No, I, we're, we're, it used to be like the lighter thing, you know that. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I, the connection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like now, there's that. like I have the blue, I have the Bluetooth, the aux quick cable. So, That's what it is. Yeah, That's the aux. Yeah, where, which would go in where the lighter used to be, or you, there was like the fake tape cassette on that one too. Yeah, um, but now, now you have like the USB, and it's so easy in that. So, well, but still, yeah, just go that in. Just listen to a mixtape and like drive around and shit, just cause. The good old days. Uh, Back in my day. <laughs> but yo, do you see the million MAGA march? You, the what? The reality of it was what? The 10,000 people march? Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. A couple thousand people walked onto parliament at, at Washington just to protest the fact that Trump lost the election, essentially. Yeah, I didn't follow it at all, but I was just laughing because I saw all the pictures they're using from other events, um, and that so which was pretty hilarious. But for the most part, I didn't pay attention to that man. Like, just bring me to January because I'm not dealing with any of this. Like, obviously Biden's won. He's got like the only thing I'm worried about is these guys going full terrorists, the Al Qaeda. Um, but beyond that, they're just like a bunch of grown men throwing tantrums. But I did see a couple of pictures of it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really keep up either. I just found it funny that they call it the Million Maga March for one, and then only a few thousand people showed up 
but they were trying to promote it as if there were millions of people. Um, and then, like you said, the pictures that they showed online, how they're using the Toronto Raptors uh, championship parade in 2019 as evidence for the millions of people that were out in DC, which clearly wasn't that. Which clearly yeah. was not the case. And then some dude on Twitter is like, I can literally see Kyle Lowry <laughs> in this photo. Yo, that tweet actually had me like head in between my legs laughing. Yeah, I was dying too. when I saw that. <laughs> and like the disrespect to the Million Man March. And then for them to use obviously the Raptors pictures and stuff too was like a combination of things that i respect way too much and i'm familiar with to even be like i can't with these people like million man march and then using the raptors parade yeah part was just wild to me and like the the deep irony there of these like outraged false like fake people who think they're being like oppressed using actual like the million man march compared what it was for for mega to even compare themselves to something like that is so disrespectful that it's almost that it's hilarious so you can do nothing but laugh you know what i mean like yeah. at the end of the day there's a bunch of just outraged white dude old white dudes it's like give me a fucking break and then for them to use a canadian basketball team as the pitchers to see how many people showed out because Toronto actually had close to a million people celebrating that championship. Um, no, Toronto did have, they're like almost 3 million. Yeah. So it was just wild to me. You know what I mean? Like the irony and just like the ridiculousness of the whole situation. I, I, it, it honestly feels like fiction couldn't even write this. Like between that <laughs> and him showing up in the wrong four seasons, like you heard about that. Yeah, I it did. Was that, that gardening, like, for all of this to happen is like I can't, the incompetence. You can't even believe this is reality. So I can't even. I don't even get outraged. I just laugh my ass off. Dude, that's all you got to move through life is literally just laugh at all this shit. Because that's what I it know. Is. It's, just, it's just funny entertainment. You can't take it too seriously. That's the only way you're gonna survive. Uh, exactly. Otherwise, just go insane. Like literally, you can't. You can't. Like you said, you can't believe how crazy it is because it seems like you couldn't write this in fiction, but that's the world we're living in. So you might as well laugh it and move on rather than focusing on the bullshit. But yeah, I thought it was funny because there's also fights that broke out. And this isn't the first time that America or conservatives has used Toronto Raptors photos as evidence for some political gain. Like the last time... So when the Raptors had their Black Lives Matter bus, they were saying that that was an, an Antifa bus carrying a whole bunch of thugs during protests and shit like that. It's like, it's clearly not that. It was literally the Toronto yeah. Raptors bus going down to Florida. But The misinformation is ridiculous, but also laughable. Insane. Insane. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing too, um, Rudy Giuliani like made a... Um, like he did a public appearance and speech and literally his hair dye and cover up was running down his face as he's publicly talking to like addressing the country. And you're just like, man, figure it out. What are you doing? He has like, go look at the pictures. It's like hair dye, like dripping down his face as he's on camera with like NBC and all of that. And it's so embarrassing. It's just like, can you people not figure it out? <laughs> that doesn't surprise me after he got caught in that Borat 
movie thing. So. Yeah, but like these are significant, powerful people, and they're such messes. So, yeah, because like they have all the money, they don't give a fuck. But that's what I'm saying, man. Like the the idea of that, like, was ridiculous. Like I did a, um, uh, I had a uh, Skype interview, and it was supposed to be not. It was supposed to be just audio and video, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, like I'll prep whatever and all that. And then I ended up being a video and my hair was like a little off. And I was so like shook and yeah, 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 yeah. think overthinking it. And you know what I mean? It was just like it was a little bit of nappy hair. This guy's on national <laughs> news with hair dye dripping down the front of his face, like a complete like maniac. And he is worth hundreds of millions. And it's just like, okay, well, this is my life. I'm eating out of a tuna can and seeing where I can hang myself from the best position. So yeah, the, the professionalism at that high of a level, it just does not exist, which is insane. Like you said, it should. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our, let's move on to our last story. There's a bunch of basketball news that we should get to because the NBA season is rearing up upon us and the off season has been in full roar ever since the, I think it starts tomorrow, technically, if I'm correct. Um, so a lot of teams are making their plans and trades and getting things set up for the upcoming season. Um, where do you want to start? You want to start with? I guess we can start off with the Clay news because that's pretty sad. Clay Thompson went. For that's a only run. news I care about. Everything that happened. <laughs> Clay uh, went for a run and. It turns out that his lower foot injury that they talked about yesterday turned out to be a uh, torn Achilles. So he's going to be out for the entire year. And he might forward. not ever be the same. Yeah, which Achilles is Achilles are bad. Because, yeah, Achilles are bad. And especially coming off of him rehabbing his ACL, like, that's just terrible back-to-back. It's pretty much the exact same situation as what happened to Kevin Durant. Uh, so... Hopefully he can bounce back because, I mean, the type of player he is, he doesn't really rely on his athleticism either. So I feel like he could still be a huge force. But Achilles, like you said, are pretty bad. So we'll see how that heals up for him. Yeah. Prayers up to him for getting better. It feels like we're going to miss out. We've already missed out on one year. We're definitely going to miss out on two or three years of prime – Curry and Thompson like together and then they had an early draft pick too so I don't think they're going to be in the mix this year so it just kind of sucks like I didn't even read about it just because it rattled me like Golden State's one of my favorite teams to watch so it just I don't know yeah like we've lost two years of both like Curry's prime and Clay's prime um, already so it's kind of frustrating yeah, so out of all the news that came out today, um, the last couple of days, that was the one I was like, ugh, I'm just over it. Because I remember the West, the West is going to be wild and competitive. So that just kind of sucks. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to be wild and competitive, but. Well, yeah, I don't does, know. That does You suck. had Phoenix going on a run, and now they added Paul. Um, That's my favorite move from what happened is Phoenix getting Chris Paul because I love Devin Booker. So. That's going to be a super fun team to watch with Devin, uh, Aiton, and yeah. now Chris Paul. That's going to be that's going to be highly entertaining. Can't wait to see. And what then there, the Lakers got Schroeder. Oh, did they? I didn't know that they officially got that. Yeah, it's official today. They've been talking about it for a while, but it is a official. Official. They had a, a, a press release. Uh, but yeah, the reason why I don't oh, think oh, the, the West thing about is getting be that Kelly, crazy. Ubra, uh, sorry, there and. 
apparently now they just I just saw this Kelly Ubra Ubre Ubre. Ubre. Uh, uh, might be is looking to be moved to Golden State, which might make things interesting. When Kelly puts it together, he's good. He just is one of those guys that always kind of has like mental laps and doesn't show out all the time. But him to Golden State would be a nice move. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen there. Um, but if, yeah, if they, they stay healthy, they'll still be a playoff team though, because they still got they got Wiggins, and now you're saying they're getting Ubre. Like that's still. A st- still solid starting five, essentially. Oh, yeah. Waja, he just announced it's official. The Warriors will absorb his contract. Uh, oh, yeah. So that's, into- a, that's a good pickup for them, then. That is good. But it would be, I don't know, man. Then imagine, because um, he's a good defender, too, when he applies himself. So imagine him, Clay, and Curry uh, as well. So that kind of sucks that... Um, Clay, but you know, be yo if, if Curry took takes them in the, deep in the playoffs, that'll be really good for his legacy with Clay out. As yeah, well, that would too, be huge so. for that'd be huge for him since he's never won the finals MVP. So, which is yeah. stupid to me. He should have won in 2015. Yeah, don't even get me started on the that. fact that he didn't get in 2015. Like, still bothers me because everyone's like, oh, he doesn't have one, but it's like he got robbed. We're, we're not even listen. I, I'll talk for an hour about Curry and <laughs> but all that, and yeah, and then so Harden. To Brooklyn is a huge thing. That's well. why I don't think the West is going to be that good anymore, though, because last year wasn't that strong. And this year, now if they lose Harden, it's definitely going to be the weaker conference, in my opinion. So, yeah, for sure. I, I just don't see how he ends up there. Um, uh, I know he wants literally to. Just, it'll, just be a, it'll just be a trade. They'll just trade. The Nets would just trade a whole bunch of their pieces because they have a bunch of young talent. And they yeah, just I guess. To, and some picks Houston. and stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's obviously serious since um, Harden turned down $50 million per year. So he definitely wants out um, right now. Wait, did and he? I thought he yeah, signed a contract was, for another like, two years. It was ago. an extension, 50 Oh, an extent per year, two years, yeah, and he turned it down. So we'll see with that. And then I feel like we're missing one or two other things right now. Big. Well, with the Harding thing, I wasn't done talking about it because okay. even if that did happen, though, I don't see how that team works. You got three guys Brooklyn? who need the ball in your hand. So how does that work? True, and especially with Irving wanting to be like his whole thing was to be the big dog, and you're gonna go and join a team with two players that are clearly better than you. It's yeah, a, a weird. So decision. I don't know how that dynamic would work, but we're all gonna love the like drama of it. As soon as they start losing games or anything, <laughs> people are gonna be all over that for sure. That's then that's the biggest job of the NBA is to have that drama that goes on in the side. That's the best part about the NBA, <laughs> to an extent. Yes, I agree. Uh, but yeah, then there is what happens to Westbrook because, like we said last week, his contract is super high yeah. and it doesn't seem like. He's that same type of player, so who's going to want him and what teams are going to be able to absorb that contract? Um, I mean, the Knicks could absorb that contract and take him. I don't know if they'll make a move for him, but they're desperate for a point guard, so that's possible. But the word on the street is that he could get straight-up traded for John Wall, considering they both have – I I believe they have the exact same contract or very similar, and they're expected to make around the same amount. And they're both kind of in the same boat. I mean – Wall has been on the decline since his injuries and people, and he's due a lot of money. Uh, Westbrook's on the decline. And he's also owed a lot of money. So maybe a new fresh scene would give him both a, a boost, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I think Wall's 
planning on coming back and like making himself look like a superstar though. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens there. But I, I would like that if if that did happen. Like, uh, but would that be John off. Wall then in Houston and Harden gone too? Yeah. See, I don't know what happened with the Harden situation. <laughs> like, if seeing but John Houston, Wall, Houston at, like, is looking to move their assets though. So yeah, of course. But honestly, seeing John, like, if you got uh, old John Wall and Harden, that'd be interesting to watch. Like. I would say you know, yes, but not really. It might not work, but I, yeah, because be Wall can't shoot. So <laughs> I know, but if you get a bunch of other shooters around him, uh, I feel like they just added a shooter. Who who else was that? No, that was Philly. Just added a shooter. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Wall can't shoot. Well, I mean, Harding can. You add a bunch of other shooters. Tucker is good on the corners. And there's a couple other guys, so it'd, yeah, it'd be interesting. It, I'd be, it'd be, I'd be yeah, it'd be with, interesting. But it was the same kind of situation with Westbrook. Westbrook can't shoot either. So when they're yeah, both on the court on, together, Wall it just is looked, a way it better terrible. pure facilitator, though. Like actually, naturally passer and stuff. Yeah, 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 that's true. I think, like, you know what I mean? Like, actually, is like his like Westbrook does it because it works and stuff. But like, I think what um, Paul Wall is like a natural facilitator facilitator in that too so it just it'd be interesting i wouldn't be surprised if it didn't work but i wouldn't mind watching half a season of that just to see what it looked like yeah and then the bucks got drew holiday so they're looking to keep Giannis as much as they can apparently uh it seems like the moves that they're making states that he's gonna stay but they say that all the time. Like they always say, like, oh yeah, like the player says this little blah, and then a year later you turn it like they don't win, and the player ends up leaving. So they can say whatever they want right now, but I don't know what's gonna happen in the future. But it looks like they are making big moves. They, they did try and go for Bogdanovich, but then that turned out that he didn't want to really be signed and traded, so that fell through. Um, yeah, they are they are loading up to try and keep Giannis as much as they can, and that's yeah, they're, they're, Drew Holiday is a huge pickup for them. So oh, for sure, he's like the most sought out player in the nba who's not a superstar like everyone kind of wants him and just because he's so solid defensively and um off he has a pretty good offensive game but if it, it all depends like if they go far to make them the finals and stuff then i i can see him staying but if even if they add um holiday and then move it around or only make like the first or second round then he's gone for sure yeah so, but you might as well go all in to try like it's Milwaukee. Like, it's a once-in-a-lifetime. You might as well. Like, they're not going to get superstars to sign and stuff. So, you've got to do what you got to do. Like Yeah, the last was Kareem, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and <laughs> and he ended up going to L.A. and winning a bunch. So, um, But, uh, like I said, like, it's Milwaukee. They have nothing to lose. Like, they traded people on longer, better contracts and stuff. And with uh, Drew, it's only a one year. But you've got to give everything you can get to try and keep that superstar. So, I totally understand that move. Yeah, if they did get Bogdanovich, though, that would be huge. That was that he's a really good shooter, so that would have been a big pickup for them. True. Uh, but our final discussion about sports and the last of the podcast: Fred VanVleet looking for a bag. Rumor is teams are looking to offer him one seventeen, one hundred seventeen millions for four years. Wait, um, which turns out to be I think it's like twenty six or something like that, if I'm correct. Twenty nine, twenty nine million a year, um, which is the max contract that other teams can offer him. 
So that's the rumor on the street. Uh, the only teams that would be in that position are the Knicks, who are terrible. Uh, Detroit could offer them that much. I think Atlanta was another team that could offer them that. And then there was one more team. I just can't There's remember. There's always teams, remember but. What other team? Yeah, but that are looking for a point guard, though. That's what I meant. No, I know. I, I meant there's always those. If you, if I knew nothing about the situation and you told me what teams um, would be considering that, the teams you all named are exactly the teams I would think of. Atlanta, New York, <laughs> Detroit. Like that's how signing Van Fleet to that is how you stay at the basement. Like, are you kidding me? Love the guy and stuff. But that much money for him? Absolutely yeah. Not and the and the other team was Charlotte, uh, but they just drafted Lamelo. So Charlotte would be the other team too that I would. (laughs) Those are all literally the teams. Like the, it's embarrassing that New York has like Atlanta, Detroit, all those cities like make sense. But the fact that New York you have to throws their hat in that all the time too is embarrassing. That's how badly they're run. Like they should be at the top of the shit. They should be Lakers status. Like. It, you know what I mean? The fact like Charlotte and all those guys have to reach and overpay for players makes sense. The fact that New York's always doing it is so embarrassing. Yeah. And that just means like they're a poorly run organization. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, that I, was a rumor for how much he was expected to make because that's the max that other teams can give him. So I don't think he's going to get that money because the, the other thing that came out recently was that it seems like those offers are, have like kind of dried up. So it seems like he's going to end up staying with Toronto, but we don't know yet. Yeah. Um, but I do expect him to stay with Toronto. We'll probably, I don't know if we're going to give him the max either. Cause that would be like close to 26 not. or 25, which is, yeah, which is too much in my opinion, but I think we'll probably offer him something in the twenties for sure. He's definitely going to get at least 20. Yeah. A, I, a year I, or so. So I honestly still think we're in the Gianna um, mix as well too. Um, as well. So Giannis. Oh, he said like Janet. I was like, who the fuck is Janet? <laughs> I was muttering um, as well. So I want to keep some of that money aside. I think people are really underplaying the Toronto Greek and uh, Maasai value. Connection, too. So I, yeah, still, yeah. I still think we're in the run for that. So no, no so do what, I. Because Maasai, Maasai helped bring him to the States. So. Yeah. And, but people are throwing it. People really, all the articles I've read, none of us have us in the top three for contending for him. And I think that's stupid. So um, I'll trust in him at this point. He got us a championship. He could put us through hell for like two or three years and I'd still trust him. So um, I'm just, it's, it's in his hands. God take the wheel, you know, Messiah take the wheel. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We definitely do need to keep Van Vliet because he's looking like our future going forward at the point guard position. Um, but yeah, I, I would expect it to be around 20 something now, like highest 25, but I don't even think it'd go that high. Sure. Anyway. We'll see from there. But yeah, that'll do it for episode 71. Um, <sighs> thank I'm you guys so for dehydrated. listening for this app. <laughs> okay. Thanks for letting everyone know, man. <laughs> uh, for this, for this episode, I probably won't do any editing because I do want to catch I'm struggling verses. so hard. I needed water <laughs> so bad. I get, oh my God. Because I do want to catch this versus that's going on right now. Uh, my uh, but th- <laughs> thank you guys for listening. As always, 
Shut up, man. This is the last episode <laughs> I'm going to be here. I'm going to open casket funeral for you guys later. Disgusting. No one wants to see that. Continue <laughs> yes, to subscribe, rate, review, like on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Uh, really helps us out, guys. So we appreciate it. And yeah, have a good week. We'll see you guys next week. Continue to live, love, laugh, you guys. Yeah, shut up. Go go drink some water. <laughs> I will. Goodbye, everyone. Peace. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.